Welcome back to the no... Oh, this is taking a turn that even I didn't see. Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. I believe this is episode number 30-something. I want to say we're, we're, in our, we're in our late 30s. We're, we're pushing 40 over here with the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. And I think that that is something to celebrate. I hope that everybody has had a... Um, you know what? I, I normally say I hope everyone has a, had a great week. I think that's not very realistic. To, to say, like, you've had a great week every week. So I hope you've had a mediocre week. Like, I hope, at the very least, nothing bad happened to you. You know? Maybe nothing great happened, and that's fine. We can always try again for next week. Sometimes it's better to have the weeks where nothing great happens. Because, like, that sounds exhausting. Like, sometimes I look back on a day, a week, a month, a year, and I'm like, you know what? Nothing really happened, but that was a great time to relax, to rest, and relax. Not everything has to be a 10. You know, we'll settle for a 7. Sometimes, you know, settling is not that bad and saves so much energy. But anyway, I hope I hope you I hope you are happy with your week. I hope you've made peace with your week. And then maybe next week I'll get back to saying I hope you had a great week. But I just thought, you know, again, I, I don't really plan for this. I, I put on my very professional microphone and, and whatever pops out, pops out. And that's what popped out um, this particular week. But yes, happy Thursday and happy March day. It is March. Anyone who knows me, um, maybe not anybody, but like 50% of the people that know me who I've explained this theory to and 100% of anyone who's ever listened to at least one episode of this podcast would know, because I explain it every episode, that this is the official first day of spring. What I'm recording this. I'm recording this on March 1st. It'll come out March 2nd. So happy official second day of spring. Official, unofficial. Because uh, the calendar, the scientists, the whoever plans, the weatherologists, the meteorologists, which, I've, which I'll get to them. But it sounds funny that they're called meteorologists because, like, I don't know that they have ever predicted a meteor. Or I'm sure they have. But it's, like, not really what they do. It would be like if a... Um, if a construction worker was called drilling holes into the ground urologist. You know, it's like, I'm sure they do that sometimes, but it's not like all they do. So maybe we need a bit more of a general word, or maybe I'm not correctly understanding what a meteorologist means. And I've, and I've flip-flopped in this sentence so many times, I don't even remember why I started it. Oh yes, because it should be the start of, uh, the start of spring today, but apparently we have to wait like three more weeks. Anyway, so enjoy the last few weeks of winter, or I guess the last official few weeks of winter before we then have to start the six weeks of Groundhog Day. I don't really understand Groundhog Day. When they predict six more weeks of winter, Punzatucky, whatever his name is, when he tells us it's going to be more winter, which I can't remember if, if him seeing his shadow was more winter or if him not seeing his shadow was more winter, you would think... Win- shadows sound wintry to me, so I feel like if you see a shadow, it's winter. But if you're seeing a shadow, it means the sun's out. So I feel like if you do see your shadow, there's going to be less winter. I'm sure this is an easy Google, but I'm not going to do it. Regardless, my point is, or more so my question, I'm not really making a point, but does the does the winter start 
like this because I think this year we were condemned to six more weeks of winter. So does that mean March 21st or whatever the start day of, of spring is? Does that mean from then on we have a month and a half more of winter? So is like spring not starting till like May? Or is it six weeks from the time he saw a shadow? Which is probably only like a week or so more of actual winter. This is, these are all very important questions. And I would also like to see if anyone um, wants to do some, some research homework for me. You can do freelance. Uh, it will be volunteer-based. Uh, maybe I can sign, like, if you have to do, uh, like, research hours or something for, like, a degree you're getting or a program you want to get into. I can, like, if you, like, fax me um, your sign-up sheet thing, I can, like, write it and say however, however many hours you need. Like, you don't actually have to spend the amount of time that I'm going to say you're going to do, but I can just, we can just get that done. But, um... Yeah, if someone could send me a, a chart via Excel um, of the amount of times that the groundhog was correct um, and versus the amount of times he was incorrect, I would just love to know, just kind of see a breakdown, a spreadsheet. I want a pie graph of, of, of what's actually, what's up. But I'm starting to think that he is on to something because, in fact, we are getting extra winter because as I'm recording this in March, I'm looking out into the bright sky, the official start, uh, or sorry, the unofficial start of spring, and I'm seeing white stuff where the green stuff normally is. This is not a metaphor for anything. Um, I'm seeing a lot of snow, and that just doesn't make sense to me. And again, as someone, I've been try- I'm kind of embarrassed. I've been really trying to perpetuate this... Um, idea that spring should start March 1st. And I feel like this is really the year that I've, I've really gone hardest for it. You know, I'm promoting it on a platform, aka the thing you're listening to now, aka the thing that nobody is listening to now, so it's really not that embarrassing. But I've been promoting it. And the year that I do, you're telling me we're going to have snow in March? Because snow is a winter thing, and we are technically still in winter, so it's like almost I have to disagree with myself here, which would be so embarrassing because literally every single podcast, at least 50% of them, if, if the researcher who's doing the Groundhog Day Excel sheet, Excel sheet wants to um, do a follow-up Excel sheet, like maybe on the same document, just add like a second sheet of the amount of times I've talked about my new seasonal theories, I would appreciate that as well, and like we can add you know, the hours to your work experience log. But yes, back to yelling at the weather, like how, but basically how dare you? Mother nature, the universe, whoever is in control of the weather, like how dare you make me a fool, make me look stupid? I do very well on that on my own. Like I don't need additional help. So maybe I have to surrender that idea that winter starts, or no, winter ends March 20th or whatever the hell. So... It's, we're all about growth here at the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. But yeah, meteorologists, please help me explain how it's snowing in March. Like, that's just not, that's not how it works. It's, it shouldn't be how it works. And then it's like hailing. Also, what is the difference between hail, freezing rain, and snow? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Is it like the difference between a Slurpee, an ice cube... And ice cream? Like, how does the sky... Like, I understand snow is, like, 
what is rain up in the clouds like because it's so cold in the air it like freezes but then how does this how does the snow know how know to be snow or freezing rain or hail like what is hail what the hail is it that i've never understood i've never even attempted to understand it i remember when i was in elementary school we had a meteorologist come in and i believe it was like like a local like news person it wasn't the news station that i watched so i was really unimpressed like everyone was like oh i see i've seen you on tv i'm like i've literally never seen you in my life uh no offense i'm sure you're great at your job and he brought in all these tools and i was probably like eight years old and i was like we're supposed to be impressed by a bunch of tools that 98 percent of the time are wrong you know like like, if you look at the weather, I had, it was snowing outside, and my computer at the bottom right corner, like, there's, like, a little um, tab bar, and it just says, like, what the weather is, like, the degree, what it is, and it was telling me that it was raining, and I was looking outside, and it was snowing, and then it stopped snowing, and then it started telling me that it was snowing, and then it was telling me it was clear skies, and it was, like, a blizzard, and then, and, and then I got mad. I'll be honest. I got mad because it's one thing I totally get. Like I, you know, I think we all laugh. Oh, the weather people are always wrong. But at the end of the day, they're just trying their best. I'm sure it is very hard to predict. Also, I think there's a lot of user error in that situation. Like I think we look at um, the wrong. Like you'll look at the weather for a city that's like a, a city or two over from where you actually are. If you know what I mean. Like I, I, I'm recently learned that weather is very specific. Like, you could have two cities 20 minutes away from each other and getting, like, significantly different weather types. So that's all fine. I, I get that. But, like, to be so wrong about what is happening in the moment, that is just unforgivable. Like, weather.com shouldn't be telling me that where I am is a completely different type of weather than it actually is. You know what I mean? It's like, at least get that right. Like, get it, literally get an intern. I'll do it. Or, or, or whoever is doing the Excel sheet, if you need more work experience hours, like we can, I'll, I can, you know, if they contact me, like I'll put them through to you or whatever, we can figure it out. But like have someone sit, uh, sit and look outside the window with a computer and they can just type snow, rain, nothing. Like we can get that part right. I'm a very reasonable person. <laughs> it probably doesn't sound like it, but I, I really try to be. And I just feel like that, like, we can start there. Like, I get we can't always predict the weather. We can look at the clouds and see, is it, is it, uh, what is it called? Uh, what are the types of clouds? F uh, cumulus or, let me Google, types of clouds. A circus. A sorry, this sounds like Game of Thrones. Stratus. Oh, cumulus, it is one. Yeah, cumulus clouds look like fluffy white cotton balls in the sky. Asiraturus clouds are thin white clouds that cover the whole sky like a veil. You learn something new every day. So yeah, there's four different types of clouds. Three of them start with a C. And the one that doesn't start with a C is Stratus. And then uh, the other one is Surostratus. This is not going well for me. Anyway, there's a lot of different types of clouds. That's all I know for sure. All that did was make me want sriracha.
because it sounds like Sirachulous clouds. Okay, on to the next profession that I have questions about. Bakers. Obviously love your work. Appreciate you. Like you do you do what we are all wish we could do and we all benefit from it. So they're like truly like community they're they're civil servants. Um I have a couple questions though. How come anytime I look up a recipe, which I do once in a while, I go through phases where I'm like, I'm going to be a chef. And and I'm more talking to the baking community. So I guess chef wasn't the term. But why is every recipe called like world's best whatever? Brittany Ann's famous cheesecake. My neighbor's favorite like, just call it what it is. Like, just be like blueberry muffins. Like, I don't need descriptors of world's best. Because it sounds fraudulent. You know, it sounds like you're lying to me. It's like an elf when he drinks the coffee, or when she drinks the coffee, and she's like, this tastes terrible. And he's like, no, 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 it's like, it's the world's best cup of coffee. That's what it feels like they're trying to do to me. It feels like they are trying to lie and pretend that they conducted some scientific study in which they have not conducted. Now, if our friend doing the Excel sheet for work experience volunteer hours wants to do a study to see if Abby Lynn's coffee cake really is the best in the world, like, I would be open to that, you know? Like, let's see some facts, okay? This is like those award shows that that they claim to be fan-voted. Like, can you just release the results? Because... It's seeming like you're just giving the award to whoever decided to show up. Or you've found out who won and then told them to show up. But then if you did that, that would mean that you knew who was going to win like before the voting technically closed. Because a lot of the times they, you know, they lie to us and say the voting closed like right before the show started. But it's like, then how did, you know, whoever from this t- random TV show know to be there? It's a little, it's a little bit sketchy. Bakers, I'll come back to you, but TV producers. Like, why do you lie to us? Like, what is the point? Like, because re- I go back and forth on this. Because I watch a lot of, T- uh, a lot of reality, reality shows in general, but a lot of TLC. And I just feel like you're lying to us. You know? Like, just show reality. And sometimes I'm like, it's entertainment. Like, if it's a good show, it's a good show. Who cares? then every once in a while, I'm like, this is psychotic. Like, that you're faking reality and then calling it a reality show. So it's, it's, not, it's not reality. I don't know. But back to bakers. I think, I think let's just start naming our croissant recipes chocolate croissants. Not the most famous, authentic realist chocolate croissants that you'll ever taste like it's 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 a it's a bit it's a bit much and that's coming from someone who is a bit much and i guess i guess i'm i'm you know signaling out the bakers but chefs do it too it'll be like one pot weeknight easy peasy your kids will eat it too chili it's like well it just it could just be chili like we could just call it like turkey chili i'm not against detail <clears throat> i'm against unnecessary words because then you go to print out said recipe and like half of the first page 
is the title. Has anyone ever accidentally printed out um, a recipe, but you printed out the comments? I remember one time we printed out like a like a copycat Olive Garden recipe for something. It was like some like sun-dried tomato pasta thing. It was pretty good. And I clicked print and then kind of forgot about it and then came back like a half an hour later and there were like 98 pages in the printer. And I was like, did I accidentally print out my, you know, doct- doctoral thesis, PhD thing? And no, it wasn't that. It was just two pages of a recipe and 96 pages of... Mm, this recipe was fine. Hmm, a little bit bland. Hmm, could have used salt. Loved it. Hated it. Four stars. One star. Six stars. And I was like, what the hell happened? And I realized that when I printed said recipe, I didn't print, like, the print version. You know when you go on a website and you click print, and then it, it comes up with, like, more of, like, a PDF document of something that you can print? I didn't do that. I just printed, like, the entire website. Like, with ads and everything. So, like, in the middle of, you know, somebody named Amy from Delaware talking about how she added half the tomatoes and, like, doubled the garlic. It's like an ad for, like, a smoothie company. And I'm like, well, I don't even want this pasta anymore because it is fraught with this this experience. I basically sacrificed a tree... So I could make a copycat recipe from a fast, or not a fast food, a casual dining restaurant. That was that is that is good, but it's like, you know, not world's best. And I don't know what that says about me. Please, nobody tell Greta this. Like I think she has enough on her plate. Like we so we don't have to worry her with. I forget which which causes she champions. Is she climate? She is she she's the climate. Anytime there's like any sort of injustice from like me stubbing my toe to me printing like you know 90 unnecessary more pages than had to be to make a dry pasta dish copycat recipe from Olive Garden, which again love Olive Garden. That's the one profession you will not hear me complaining about with a couple others in the mix. But yeah, I just, anytime there's there's something wrong, I'm like, Greta would hate this. And I do it so often that I forget, like, what her what her thing is. And I'm pretty sure it's the climate, which, I mean, hey, someone's got to do it. I appreciate it. We're, we're all going to be here for a while, hopefully. We got to make sure the earth is, is up to speed. Which is why I am drinking out of a reusable coffee cup, as opposed to the... Um, throwaway ones, which I have to say, and you know what, for someone who complains a lot, I don't have a problem with paper straws, I actually quite enjoy them, I actually quite enjoy them, and I don't know if that is a crazy thing to say, I do, I do like a straw, I don't love the turtle tops at, um, Starbucks, no offense, like, love Starbucks, I love what's inside the cup, but I don't necessarily love the, um, almost toddler-like sippy cup, I like a straw. I don't exactly know why. It just feels like better. Like if you're driving, like you you just you have the straw, your eyes can stay on the road. You don't have to like tilt your head, do a whole thing. I'm sure some people could argue like, okay, then just don't drink while drink coffee while you're driving. That's not going to work for me. Um, so I have to adjust kind of accordingly. But yeah. 
going back to speaking of seasons. Oh, did I? Yeah, no, we we wrapped with the uh, with calling out the bakers for their way too long recipes. I think I think I think we closed that. We landed that plane. Okay, on to the next flight. Easter's coming up. And Easter coming up means that the mini eggs are coming out. They're showing up and showing out. Now, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but for whatever reason, mini eggs are becoming a year-round thing, which I like to see. It it makes it a lot easier for me because anytime anything's like a limited edition, I buy all of it. I know it's probably like there's like a like a reason behind it. I should probably seek counseling and we can figure out that reason. But instead of attacking the issue, I'm just going to exploit the symptoms on my my podcast that again, nobody listens to. I understand that if anyone happens to hear this by accident, like I know no one cares. Gotcha. I would say don't comment it. But again, there's no one to listen to it to comment it. So we're all we are all good. Um, but yeah, mini eggs, I've been seeing them year round. They're in cookies, they're in like candy bars. They're not as good as a cream egg, which are not all year round. I actually just got so excited thinking of the cream egg McFlurry coming back. I'm gonna I am gonna Google when that's coming back. When is the cream egg McFlurry? Now you could argue a cream egg is sugar, so it's just a sugar McFlurry with some chocolate in it. So you could probably get a chocolate McFlurry all year round. When is the Cream Egg McFlurry coming out 2023? Okay, let's see. Every year I Google this, I'm scared they're going to tell me it's not happening. The Cranberry Cream Egg McFlurry features... Yeah, creamy sauce. Okay, so last year it came back March 10th. Now, Easter... I've probably complained about this before. Easter is weird and that it's not like Christmas or Halloween where there's one date and it sticks with that. No, no. It decides sometime I'm going to be in March. Some years we're going to be in April. Like, it makes no sense to me. I've heard it has something to do with the moon. I don't quite understand the moon. I'm still trying to understand the sun. But either way, I still enjoy a cream egg. So I'm excited for those to come back. And then a couple years ago, they got weird. And they're like, we're going to do an Oreo cream egg. And a, like, Chips Ahoy cream egg. And I can't remember if I've tried and or liked those, but maybe that's something we can do this Easter season before the bunny gets here. We can do a taste test of all the different cream eggs and it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll mirror as ASMR, which I I've heard is very popular for people. Um, and that's how we get the views up actually very randomly last week, as if everything else I haven't said isn't random last week when I went to upload like the YouTube version of the podcast, like I put it up as a YouTube video, I had like 50 something views on the last episode. And I was like, what? And then I remembered, I'm so humble, I forgot that the week before or like a couple weeks before that I had like 30 something views. And I was like, what? Like these are big numbers for me. I literally do like six and four of them are me making sure the video uploaded properly. And then I realized that it was called Fake Crime Podcast. And then the one before that was called Another One Bites the Dust. So I'm starting to think I just need to name these episodes something that is like kind of something that someone could come across by accident. Like when I was naming it um, Uncle Chip, Antarctica, and My Diarrhea. Like I think that was roughly the name of one episode. Like you're not going to accidentally land on that in the YouTube comments. That's a pretty niche title. But if I'm doing something like fake crime podcast, maybe someone like typed in true crime podcast wrong and then it comes up or like another one bites the dust. 
they're looking at music videos from whatever year that song came out. And they're like, oh, what's this? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name this one um, the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Or I'm going to name it, um, uh, like, uh, what's its popular TV show? I'm going to name this Game of Thrones um, hidden episode, new episode. Okay? I will see you when I have one million followers next week. Or, you know, maybe at least, like, 100. Like, we'll start slow. But it was funny. I saw that. I was, like, 50 views. And I started, like, fixing my hair, you know, maybe changing into a better outfit, even though this is a, an, audio, an audio format and I was not recording at the time. But it was just, I, like, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, the, the dopamine, the, um, the adrenaline rush, really. Like, I, I understand why people get famous and lose their minds because it's just, you know... The exposure is, it's, it's flattering. It's quite flattering. Also, I'm trying to get my hands on, um, you know, just trying to put this out into the world. Maybe it'll, it'll come back to me. I'm trying to get my hands on a bag of extra hot Cheetos. Um, I, I, I've been a lifelong um, hot Cheeto lover. And by lifelong, I mean however long they've been available um, that amount of time long. And I, I, I recently discovered that there was an extra hot version and I would like to try it. They don't sell it anywhere near me. I could buy it online for like $50, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. Like, I feel like the amount of money I should be spending on a Cheeto should, should still be less than the amount of views that I'm getting on a video. Now, luckily that would mean that I'm not spending any more than $3 um, until about two weeks ago where I started getting, I don't know, 30, maybe 50. It was like 56. I was like, what? Anyway, enough for me. Even though if, you know, if we actually heard enough, there'd be no podcast. But yeah, back to Easter being weird. I'm pretty sure we're going to, we're going to, we're going to figure this out together. What day is Easter 2023? I forget we're in 2023. Okay. April 9th. That sounds late. What day was it? Or, but it also sounds early. April. April. Oh, wait, no, no. I'm trying to Google Easter 2022. Oh, it was April 17th. That's even earlier. That's fun. Did I make it up that it was ever in March? I feel like it was. I'm Googling is, is Easter in March. Let's see what's happening. Oh, yeah, in 2002. It was March 28th. I don't... I can't say I remember that Easter, but... Oh, gosh, there's Astronomical Easter. There's Gregorian Easter. Oh, my... There's a full moon. Okay, this is extremely confusing. Okay, looks like... It looks like we're stuck in April. Oh, no, it might be March 31st. Oh, by the way, speaking of February being over, thank goodness. Thank goodness it is the month out of all 12 of them in the year that is the shortest because it is the freaking hardest to spell. Why is there an R after the B? Because we call it, like we, you would say it, February. Feb, you, airy. That means that after the B in Feb, you should be putting a U, not an R. February, 
It's not February, it's February. So luckily, you know, this being March 1st, I'll never be further away from having to write out February than we are right now. So let's, you know, acknowledge this and, and soak this moment in. But at the same time, it's like, why? Why? Also, another thing about February, can someone please explain to me how a leap year um, you gain a day? Like, we all, we all walk around saying there's 365 days in a year. Not in a leap year. In a leap year, is there 366? Or is there actually 364? Also, leap sounds like we're skipping something. Why do we add a day? Why do we add February 29th? Also, I used to just think you were, your birthday was affected if you were born on February 29th. Because then, like, your birthday happens, I think it's like every seven years or whatever. But what do you do if your half-birthday falls on February 29th? Or even, like, you were born on the 29th. Like, you don't have a month birthday that year? That is, like top seven saddest things I've ever heard. Not getting a 12-month birthday, so you have to settle for 11. That's straight from the front page of hell, essentially. Yeah. But, like, I'll never, I'll never understand what or why a leap year. I'm Googling it. What is a leap year? Let's see. They're going to tell us. Um, if divisible evenly by four, a Gregorian, here's that word again, year is a leap year with February 29 and 366 days. Yeah, but why? Who decided this? What moron was like, I have an idea. Okay, a leap year, also known as intercarliary year. That sounds like a procedure. Oh my gosh, who's that K? Okay. Who do we blame? The term leap year probably comes from the fact that a fixed date in the Gregorian calendar, I never thought I would say Gregorian more, calendar normally advances one day of the week from one year to the next, but the day of the week in the 12 months following the leap day from March 1st through February 28th of the following year will advance two days due to the extra day, thus leaping over one day in the week. Oh, okay, that actually makes sense to me. That actually makes sense. You know what the worst was? It's when the leap year ordered the, the calendar as such that you missed um, having Halloween on a not school night. Like, really, the best days to have a Halloween were, uh, you know, Friday and Saturday, obviously, because you didn't have to go to school the next day. But then when you got a leap year, that made it so you had to, like, one year you were flying high thinking, you know, Halloween's on a Friday, perfect. Obviously, next year, that means it's on a Saturday. But no, it's on a leap year. It's on a Sunday, and you have to go to school the Monday morning. That was brutal. That was maybe top nine hardest things. The calendar is weird. The calendar is wild. I don't know who arranged this thing. I don't know if it was, like, humans. I don't know if it was the moon. Humans at the moon. Astronauts. It's nuts. Okay, I feel like I could keep going, which I think is a great reason to stop. So I want to thank you all, all none of you, for joining me once again for another week.
as we push 40, as we're pushing 40 episodes. Um, but yeah, I will now commence the, the whole outro. If you like what you hear, go to podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. You will see, you can listen to all the episodes there, but you can also get the links to find us on, on not on Snapchat. On, I really contemplated making a Snapchat for this in the beginning. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> for what? Like literally for what? Snapchat really should sue because their whole idea of stories was actually good. And then everyone else stole it and like did it better. And now they're just a, they're like a sad app. Although I still, I still use it to talk to like certain people or like send pictures or whatever. So, I mean, maybe they have their people. I think, I think it's going to turn into Facebook where it's like going to be older people. Like I think it's, or, or I guess it, Facebook is like more like as one certain generation uses it. I think Snapchat is the same idea. Like if you, if you made a Snapchat when it was popular, you might still use it, but I don't know that people are like making Snapchats. Also, every time I go on there, they're like promoting something else wild. Like they have Snapchat TV or they, they're doing a, basically they do the find my friends app in there where you like see a map of everyone. And I swear no one knows that that's on. So like you could potentially, and again with Snapchat, it's like all from 10 years ago. So it's like people you added in high school that now you can see like they're at the grocery store. Like it's kind of creepy, but whatever. But yeah, Snapchat does the most, but then they also do nothing at all. So I don't, I don't know how we reconcile that, but that's just kind of how, it's kind of how the world works. But um, I don't know how I got into here, but yeah, go to nobody, or what is this podcast called? Podbean, oh no, sorry, forgive me. Podcast nobody asked for this dot podbean.com as well as, yeah, you can find us on uh, the OC. This is where we fell, we fell off the wagon last time. I accidentally said Snapchat, not Snapchat. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. That was the S word I was looking for. Um, Amazon, other places, other places that I don't even know of. When I was signing up, I just said post, 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 post. Yes, yes, click, 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 click. So, I mean, we can be on, I think we're on Samsung Audio. Don't know what that is. We were huge in the UK. And by huge, I mean we had 10 listeners and eight of them. I think we're nice people in the UK who probably like were maybe older, like didn't really know how their phone worked, clicked some buttons by accident, and boom, we got to listen. So I will accept it either way. Long live the queen. You know, I'm we're just, fingers crossed. Maybe she comes back to life. I don't know. But um, long live. Uh, and yeah, I hope you have a great week, a great beginning of March, a great Thursday, a great um, pre-Easter season. Um, I hope you enjoy your Cadbury cream eggs, whatever variety you choose. Um, but don't, in the excitement of the Cadbury cream egg, forget about the Shamrock Shake. Um, remember, if you're buying them in Canada, that you need to bring your own toppings and Marchino, Mar- Marchino cherry, the red thing that takes seven years to digest, apparently, that someone told me. I can't remember the source, so I don't know if it was a reliable, a reliable source or not, but it was a source. Um, but yeah, I really, I really appreciate your time, as always. Um, I, I'm just trying to now think of something clickbaity that I can name this so that we go big on YouTube again. Hopefully we get to 75 listeners this time. Um, and yeah, I hope you all have a 
the, the, the best week that you can have. And I hope at the very least it's mediocre. Because remember, not every week has to be great. But we, we can settle for not sucks. Okay? In this instance, settling might not be the worst. But thank you so much. Goodbye.